Hello, 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 and welcome to the Lynn Woods Gospel Entertainment Podcast, where we talk to inspire. And my guest on this episode is James Fortune. He's a Grammy-nominated singer, songwriter, and producer who brought us hits with his group Fire, like Live Through It, I Trust You, I Forgive Me, and his latest single is I Am, and his new album is Dream Again, live at Rock City. Welcome, 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 James. Thank you so much for having me, Miss Lynn Woods. I appreciate this time. I really do. Oh, you're welcome. You know, we've we've uh, missed you for a minute. So we're just um, happy to have some new music from you that's going to bless, inspire, encourage, and uplift. And we need that now in the midst of this pandemic, you know? Yeah, we, you know, we really do. And I think that's been the blessing of it all. You know, going through so much is great to have encouragement like your podcast as well. So congratulations on that. And thank, thank you for you. all that you do and all that you're continuing to do. Even through this pandemic, you haven't let it stop you. Uh, and, and we need that. We need you to keep going forward and keep inspiring people the way you do. Oh, well, thank you so much. And so, like, I, like I said the same thing about you, brother dear. You're, you're keeping up, keeping it up. You're you're moving forward. And I understand that with this, um, besides having a new project that's out, you are, you're from Houston, right? And now you're in Birmingham, yeah. Alabama. So tell me about that move and what's going on with that. Yeah, uh, live from Rock City. Of course, Rock City is the church where I met now. Mike Jr. is the pastor. He's, he's, uh, he's an incredible pastor and a new artist. I don't know if you know his, uh, his new song that was number one for a while. It's entitled Big, and it's going to be big. So mm-hmm. that was his song, and he's an artist okay. as well as a pastor. So, um, you know, he had an opportunity for me, and uh, we had, you know, I had I had been in this church a few times as an artist, and he was looking for a creative pastor, someone who could come in uh, and just help in, in the arts area, whether it was with the music, video, the sound. Uh, and so, man, it was a great opportunity for me to, to work in ministry, which is something I've done my whole life. Of course, you know, being an artist is one phase of it, but I also like, I like doing church, man. I'm a church boy, you know, grew up as a, as a PK. My dad was a pastor, and so I, I moved here. And of course, I'm still back and forth because my, my kids are still in, in Houston, Texas. So, uh, and my, my you know my, my mom, my dad. So okay. I travel back and forth. Yeah, Birmingham is where I'm at now. All right, then. So um, now, now let me hop back to Houston for a minute. And you just gave us a little background on 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 you being a PK and all of that. But we talked off mic about the whole George Floyd situation and how that's impacted the world. But George George grew up in Houston, where you grew up. Yeah. So talk to me a little bit about yeah. that and the impact that that's had on Houston and on you. Uh, the impact has been it's been really really traumatic. You know, for us to have to watch that uh, and to see that video uh, and of course we know police brutality has been an issue and a problem but being from Houston to see there you know his family and you know on local news in Houston you know seeing his family and and, uh, the pain that they're going through and many friends and people that knew him and knew how he was someone yeah he grew up in the hood in the projects uh, but he was always doing videos and encouraging young people to be nonviolent and to guns down and, and to, you know, to not want to live that gang life and to see his life taken away that it was in such a brutal way, uh, in such an unnecessary way. It's just been really, really tough on, you know, not just the city of Houston, but the entire world has been affected by that. It has called attention to so many other injustices that have been going on, like you and I said earlier, that have been hidden in the dark, but now they're out there open for all of us to see. Absolutely. And I think that's the, that's the difference. It's not that there's more 
Amen. If you if you look at Houston, you know we're we're now they're afraid that we're going to end up setting record numbers for Corona COVID nineteen um, because of the the lack of social distancing. So we're trying to use wisdom, but we're still trying to make sure that we're keeping uh, the gas to the pedal as far as fighting for justice. I saw that in the news about the surge in in uh, especially in Houston. So you going back and forth there? You be safe now when you going back and yeah, forth. Absolutely, yeah. I, I'm definitely trying my best. Okay, then. Now let's let's hop back into a little bit about you and your and, and uh, your testimony. And I received some just a little note from your publicist and, and talking about your music is music of of redemption and how that also ties into uh, your music, your your concerts uh, that you give, but also into your life. So talk to me a little bit about your redemption and your music. Um, you know, it, it's it's amazing to see you know six years ago. I would have never saw myself, you know, being in this place now of having, you know, a number one song with I Am and a number one album with Dream Again. Um, but I think it's, it's, to me, it was about accountability and not being afraid to take responsibility. A lot of times people want redemption, um, but they never really take responsibility or they never want to go get the real help that they need to be redeemed. And God told me, if you won't reveal it, I won't heal it. And so it was about you know, not being afraid to talk about what many people didn't want me to talk about, which was abuse in relationships. And I think for me, realizing as I went through therapy, as I went through counseling and learning, you know, how bad a, uh, of a problem of abuse that we're having, uh, you know, because people think abuse is just physically, oh, well, you know, if, if a man or woman doesn't put their hands on you, then that's not abuse. But there's 16 forms of abuse, and only one of them is physical. You know, when you're dealing with psychological abuse, just actually so proud of you that you you sought help and then went to get it because a lot of us especially within the african-american community there's so much going on with us emotionally social economics and all of that all that stuff is going on but we often think that it is a bad thing to admit that there's something wrong and that you do need help and you need to seek therapy outside of the church yeah i I think you know our culture is the stigma about counseling and therapy it doesn't, you could have been a victim or you could have been someone who, you know, was an abuser or someone who just had, just had a rough life. Like, I I really enjoy going to counseling. I really enjoy uh, therapy because those sessions to me, now I go sometimes just for, just for maintenance, you know, just to, just for my mental health. You know, a lot of times we, we talk about our spiritual health and we talk about 
Like yeah. wherever the direction of your 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 mind is going, that's the direction that your life is going to go. So mental health awareness, especially in the uh, African American community, is so important. I try to speak about it as much as I can. Well, I'm a proponent of it. I I'm personally myself. I'm in therapy. I have a session this evening, but mine is for. I had a, a 19 year old nephew two years ago was murdered by a classmate. Mm. And they were just walking, going over to the house to play video games. Some friends of him picked him, him, his picked him up, took him over to the other friend's house. And this other friend was waiting. And when they went to enter the house from the rear, he just stood up, was hiding back there, and just point blank shot and killed him. So I'm, I'm in. So I was just letting you know I'm in therapy for that. So I, I believe in it. Yeah. It it is, you know. So, but. It has someone. It makes uh, it makes you talk about the the stuff that you may not want to talk about to a close relative or something. And then the therapists, yeah. of course, they can dig stuff out of you that make you see things. You go, oh, I didn't even know why I was doing it. That's why I did that. Right. You know. So. Right. <laughs> um, absolutely right. Okay, but wow, well, but let's get out. Let's look. Let's get out of our therapy session. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, so right. let's, let's get back to your music because I know you're running short on time and I appreciate you talking to me today. So on this new album, Dream Again, live from Rock City. Talk to me about that. How did that all come together? Who wrote? Who produced? Talk to me about the songs on that. We yeah. want to know. Yeah, yeah, I was blessed and, um, you know, to write most of these songs. And, and the thing I love about it is that, you know, we did some new songs as well as went back and did a, a couple classics too, like I Need Your Glory and I Believe. real for real live live <laughs> oh yeah absolutely yeah it, it's a live concert experience and it's it's been to me it's been amazing how much you know how i can put so much thought and so much energy and effort into a, a studio album but then something like this who that we didn't even expect to be an album god is like wow he breathes on it and people it, it's just the response it's been amazing on social media what is your what is your hope for this album as it goes out into the marketplace Now, you know, 
this is the first time I released an album where basically I'm doing all of my promotional interviews at home, either on either Zoom or on, on the phone or on podcast. So it doesn't have to stop God's plan. And so this album is, is encouraging, inspiring people to know, I know you're fatigued, I know you're tired of this quarantine, I know you're tired of this the social injustice we're seeing so much. It's got us heavy, we're weighted down, but I want this album to lift the weight, to help lift some of the heaviness that you're going through that we're all dealing with, uh, and just kind of point everybody back to Jesus. All right, then. Well, thank you so much. Uh, how can we find you on social media? Uh, yeah, on Twitter and Instagram, I'm Mr. James Fortune, that's Mr. James Fortune. And then on Facebook, it's the official James Fortune page. And I run my own pages, so hit me up, and I'll, I'll definitely do my best to hit as many of you back as I can. All right, then. Well, we thank you so much for joining us today on the Lynn Woods Gospel Entertainment Podcast, where we talk to inspire. Thank you so much. I appreciate your time. I'm excited about all that God is doing through you, and I pray that he continues to enlarge your territory, enlarge your audience, and so that you can be a blessing. You're an amazing woman of God, and I appreciate all that you do. Thank you so much. If you'd like to reach out to us on social media, you can go to Twitter and uh, hit me up, Lynn Woods. That's at L-I-N-W-O-O-D-S. And thanks again for tuning in. And right now, I want you to hit the subscribe button so that you never, ever, ever miss another episode of this podcast. You can also hit the donate button to, of course, donate. As we leave you, here's James Fortune featuring Deborah Carolina with I Am on the Linwood's Gospel Entertainment Podcast, where we talk to inspire. God bless. Oh